Welcome to the YGV100FM podcast. I'm your host, Wun Tan. In this podcast, we invite you to join us in the exciting world of your global village. If this is your first time here, we are a community living and working in a metaverse-inspired village. Our purpose with this podcast is to share the stories of each resident and find the lessons learned that can help you get better results and have a bigger impact. Whether you're just starting out in your business or you're a seasoned entrepreneur, you'll find fresh ideas and inspiration in these stories. Hello and welcome to another episode of YGV100FM. With me today, I've got Marusha Murphy. Welcome to the show. Hello, Woon. Thank you so much for having me today. So let's uh, get straight into the, the questions, right? So Marusha, tell us a bit about you know, your backstory. How did you become who you are today? And please share some of your key moments in your journey. One of the things that I... I think has always has has really shifted me as a person. Been primarily my family of origin. So my mom is uh, she's multiracial. My father is uh, from Spain. My mother is multiracial. Her mother is Puerto Rican, Jamaican, and her father was Chinese, Filipino. And so my home growing up was basically one very incredible pot of stew, if you will where we had all sorts of ingredients to create our home. And one of the biggest pieces of that um, was the ingredient of, of true, genuine, authentic crazy. <laughs> and what I mean by crazy is I, I mean that with all of like, with all the love and all the heart that crazy can be, you know, look, looked at um, and looked upon in that way. Um, and, and truly my family, so I grew up in the Philippines um, and, but had this really unique lens in which I saw the world. My mom is one of 11. My father's one of six. I'm the second oldest of 39 cousins um, and just on my mom's side. And that in and of itself was just, it's, it's like you, I never was alone. Basically. I always grew up with a lot of people that wanted to know what the heck I was up to, you know? So there was no, no room to be the naughty kid, if you will, um, in our house, because there's always a grandma or an aunt or an uncle paying attention. And so, but I grew up in that way. And I grew up in, um, at a time where I just, because of my family, I thought everybody's family was like this, meaning we were always welcoming to everybody. We always had open arms. There was never anyone that was a stranger for very long. And so when I went to college and my university experience was completely different. I realized that most families were not raised this way here in the United States and in fact, I was the weird one. You know, the fact that I wanted to get to know people and I wanted to really build relationship and connection with people, that was made, that made me weird, made me kind of a strange person. And so I didn't let that stop me. But what I recognized instead was that, man, this gift I was given growing up could be utilized in so many more containers or, if you will, places around the world and, and experiences I've had to really build genuine connection and opportunity to get to know the other person in a way that um, that I believe we all were truly really meant to to have in our lives. So to me, when you ask about my background or and how I got to who I am today, that truly is a big part of who I am. And I've brought that into how I design communities today. Community is my work. 
communities, my, my work of art, if you will. Um, and, you know, as a community architect, I don't, I'm not here building homes, physical homes, but I'm building homes for people to feel like they're a part of a family, to feel like they're a part of something beyond themselves, something bigger than themselves that really matters to them. And to me, that's, that is what wakes me up every morning and invites me to um, create really interesting and unique experiences for the people I get, I get to work with. Um, how, yeah, how did and, you make that decision? Because I'm, from a business, <laughs> from your entrepreneurial journey, like, I'm, I'm really curious. Yeah. yeah, you know, I didn't expect that, that this would be my journey. In fact, I was trying everything in my power to do something else. Um, and I didn't know that this was my journey. Um, I had been building community offline, face-to-face at the university specifically for 10 years. I ended up working there for 10 years, building some really unique communities um, that were really creating these beautiful bridges between, between individuals and, you know, and whatnot. And, and I was also working 100 hours a week. I was exhausted. I found myself doing that for a very small paycheck. And I realized, hmm, I don't know if this is how I want to keep doing my work. I'm going to, I love it. I think I'm going to burn out sooner, soon enough. Right. And when I found out I was pregnant with my oldest, that was when the light bulb went on for me. It was 2008, 2009. And I said, what if I can do this in a different way that is really supporting what I want, which is to be a mom that was available to my children. And so as I made that decision for myself, I really then made the next decision, which was let's figure it out. <laughs> And so I created a summit model, tele-summit model uh, back in 2009 before we had all this awesome technology to really build beautiful experiences online. And we ended up growing that community to 250,000 people in just two years. It was very much uh, a need because during the, in 2008, 2009, there was a recession. A lot of people weren't traveling, similar to what's happening right now in the world. But we weren't traveling, and so we wanted to bring the conferences to them into their living rooms. And it was because there was nothing out there, we were able to grow that community quickly. Um, and then next thing I knew, here I am doing the same thing, building community, creating connections, really amplifying opportunities. And since then, I've created over 100 communities in the same kind of way, not necessarily through virtual telesummits or things like that, but with the same processes and, and principles that I've used for the last 22 years. Um, I was doing this over and over again. So to this point, I've created over 100 online communities. Some of them are also face-to-face, like hybrid experiences, but it really is about, for me, at the end of the day, it's all about um, designing and creating connections um, with what I call the sacred four, you know, feeling, helping people feel safe, feel seen, feel heard, and feel honored and respected. And when we create those containers within the business world, or within the personal world, you can't help but want to be in that space more, you know, because we feel, we feel we're able to be seen, heard, respected, and honored, and safe to, to be the people who we're meant to be in the world. Wow. And, and tell me more a bit about what you're currently w- working on, right? So this is kind of part two of you know your, your journey ar- around your current business. I know uh, we met here in your global village and this is such a special community, right? It's so different from everything else that I've experienced. And I'm sure you know you can share your, your experience around what you are experiencing here as well. But, but tell us a bit about how, how are you helping your clients right now? This is really, you know, to, to give the audience how, uh, how can people work with you? Sure, sure. 
and I know that there's um, a lawnmower right beside me right now on the other side of the wall, of course. Um, I'm listening to them. So if it sounds too much, we can, you know, I can. Yeah, I, can I, I, I can't hear a thing right now. So it's, it's no? not that. Okay, good. Yeah. Okay, good, good, good. So, um, so how do I help people? Well, honestly, I help people in a variety of different ways. So when I when I started to be more intentional about my work, it was about three years ago. And it was at the time where I was about to turn 40 years old. I guess two years ago. I'm almost 42. <laughs> so about four, two years ago, I, um, I started to recognize like, you know, we were in the middle of a pandemic and here I was designing a business and I was doing everything from digital marketing to running virtual events to all the art to consulting. I was doing all the things. And I finally said, you know, what is it that I love more than ever? And it was really clear that it was community. And at that point, then I said, what if we multiply our impact? Like, how can I, instead of just creating one community at a time, what is the possibility for me to take this knowledge that I have of how I've designed, you know, communities that have created additional six and seven figure revenue streams and multiply it? So that was really the start of me creating what we call the Collaborative Academy. And what that is, is a, um, it's a, uh, an academy that's all about teaching how you build addition, you know, communities that create additional six and seven figure revenue streams on platforms like Facebook, on uh, LinkedIn, on Discord, Mighty Networks, all the way through and through to, you know, metaverses. Right. And so it is it's been a really it's been a treat to serve over 70 uh, have served over 70 different communities and brands over the last year since launching that. Um, And then I also work one on one with clients as well. So a lot of clients will come to us and say, you know, Marusha, that's great that you have this training and you're wanting to train myself and my team to build community. But can you do it for me? <laughs> so we actually have uh, in our in in our you know portfolio, we still have some space for some clients to do more hands-on work with us, um, and really take either them and their team under our wing and train them on how to how to build this community in a way, but have me really there as their guide and their consultant in this process of doing that, or having us hiring us and our agency side of the company to run it for them. So we have these multiple ways in which people work with us and truly it's been spectacular. We're working right now on some interesting projects like a met- like metaverse here at YGV um, and another metaverse as well. Um, and working with some Netflix shows um, as well as another um, media network that is bringing more of their um their clientele to us. And and then we just so happen to be also be in the travel industry. So we're in a variety of different industries, designing communities left and right, which is a lot of fun for me. This is amazing, right? So I think this is such an important thing to, to be building communities. Marusha, could you share with us what's the, what's the reason why someone should create a community and, you know, why, what, what's the sort of benefit or impact that you can create with a community so i love this question i think this is you know oftentimes people come to me and they're like okay that's nice but doesn't it just take so much time to build community why would i even need it so here here's what i believe personally we spend so much time trying to figure out how to grow our audience we grow our audience through podcasting which is an amazing platform um 
for ourselves, whether it's being a guest or having our own. Uh, we do it through YouTube channels. We do it through Instagram, TikTok, all these ways. We work so hard to get people in front of us. But the truth of the matter is what happens after? Where do you take this potential customer onto their journey into the next phase? And for me, what I found over a hundred times building each one of those hundred plus communities one by one by one personally is that if we don't have a container, if you will, um, to invite people from the platforms that are driving, inviting people to be, to listen to you, to learn about your work um, into something where they can get to know you better, build that like with you, you know, that what I call the KLT factor, right? The no like and trust factor, then why, what are we doing? It all, it's all for nothing. So if we can create communities that are intentionally designed, that can create uh, and, and be built in a more sustainable way, it feels like us, it feels deliciously, you know, energetic to us, then why wouldn't we do that? It invites people into that next step with for themselves and uh, for, for with you, right? And they see you as the expert on whatever the topic is that you are bringing to them. So that is why for me, I believe community is so powerful. Like we really create, we create our own home that we invite people into and invite them into an experience that, that truly can set you apart from everybody else. Don't worry about the dog. <laughs> I think uh, we're just going to keep it in there, obviously. Um... My dogs are, are lovely. And I think they hear the lawn guy outside. And so they're saying hi to <laughs> you know, after starting work with a, a potential client, right? What's the kind of transformation that they experience? Oh my gosh. Well, I think number one, the transformation, the first part of the transformation that they're immediately experiencing is that they have, um, they, they have a platform that they can really design and develop um, to, to share whatever it is on their heart um, and, or to share offers to share, um, you know, opportunities for new services um, to be provided to them. And um, and then people who want to know more. So it's during your constant conversation with individuals that want to, that when they're ready on their journey for uh, growing their community, it's it's available, or for in my case, growing community, whatever it is that you do, um, to grow that, that thing with you and in partnership with you. So I think that's number one. And the second most powerful thing about community that most people don't recognize is that it is an opportunity for you to be fully present in the way in which you show up in the world. So for example, a lot of times people come in and say, oh, just give me the template for growing a Facebook group or give me the template for doing this or that or the other. And I'm like, oh, that shouldn't be the way it is because the more we put ourselves into a template the more likely we're, le- we're losing out on innovation and our ability to be fully present with ourselves and who we are as leaders in the world. So for me, I teach this model of templates uh, are here to serve you, not the other way around. Templates should never be here to be served, right? And so when you come into creating your own community in a way that feels so good to you, so yes to you. You're able to use those templates to enhance and improve your results with your community. And that, so that's how I would suggest that. Cool. So 
you know, co- coming to you know the the third part of your story, right? So this is really around your future story. Could you share with us how are you shaping the story of the world? Imagine like today is twenty twenty six, right? Looking back in the past five years, you know, what would you say is the highlights, right? <laughs> I love that question. That is such a good question. Um, highlights for the next gosh, next five years or so, three to five years, I would say that um, I would have written my book uh, on community. I'm, uh, it's in the middle of being written right now. It's called It's Good Business, um, uh, making, friends, uh, making Friends with Technology um, as a Community Builder. <laughs> and it really, the idea there is that, you know, uh, we don't have to fight technology yeah, I think this is such a good question. And I think, you know, I think first and foremost, uh, my book would be published. Uh, I'm in the middle of writing it right now. Um, and I'm hoping that it's done by end of year. Um, so it's, and it's called It's Good Business, you know, how to become friends with, how, how to invite business and connection to thrive for, for community builders, something like that. We're still working on the, on the, but, but we'd have our book out. Um, our company would have served over 1,000 communities by then um, and companies um, to design some really beautiful and innovative uh, community experiences. And I imagine that from an impact perspective, we would really, I I have a grant, that a grant fund that we've started in our company and that would have helped uh, another thousand communities come out and alive um, simply because it's the right thing to do. And, and our, and, and in that grant fund is what we've created is that 10% of all of our sales that come in, um, we, we give to this fund and that we're, we're helping those who can't afford, you know, having me necessarily on their team to be able to do that. Um, and, and make sure that we are growing those communities more impactfully as well. So yeah, that's what I'm hoping that we get to see in a few years nice i like that um i can't wait to see the thousand communities that you're building thank you thank you so much Boon. so for people who wants to reach out to you where's uh, where where are you like how, how's the best way to 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 get you and um yeah any any as well as any other final advice for for our audience yeah, great question. Thank you so much. Um, but I think honestly, the, there's a couple places where we can connect. Number one, obviously, YGV is a great place. Um, but also, if you wanted to go to my Facebook group to see how we grow communities, go to. <laughs> Hold on. Oh You're my goodness. Okay. Here. Yeah, they're like my my lawn people. Like, are so excited to be here with us on the podcast for sure as well. Um, so what I was going to say is, so yes, thank you. <laughs> thank you so much for asking. That was a really good question. You know, uh, I think there's a couple different ways people can reach out to me. Of course, we're here in YGV together. So I'd love to connect. Um, if you want to see what the conversation is like on communities that we're really moving forward on, you can go to createcellimpact.com forward slash Facebook, createcellimpact.com forward slash Facebook. And what that does is it actually takes you directly over to our Facebook community, our Facebook group. Um, and then the final place would be LinkedIn. Definitely, let's connect over there. Um, I'm sharing some insights, and we're doing um, a video podcast over there called Coffee and Community Chat. 
Um, and it's been a lot of fun to bring in some incredible people into that space. We are looking to expand that even further. So definitely let's connect on LinkedIn. That would be a lot of fun. Awesome. Thank you very much, Maruksha. Obviously, for people who are interested, please uh, check out the links, which will be in the show notes as well. So thank you. Thank you, Woon. Thank you for having me today. So that was Maruksha Murphy of Create Cell Impact. And she is house number seven, Global Square Village. And you can go and check out her storefront to find out more about what she has on offer. Of course, if you have listened this far, make sure you check out our next event. We are having housewarming parties to welcome fellow residents into our village and there's also a treasure hunt that is in the making. To find out more about Your Global Village, head over to yourglobalvillage.com. My name is Wintan and I'll see you on the next episode.